Welcome to the Alaska Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Jenny Twing Fleming. I bring you accurate, helpful, and entertaining information about Alaska travel and life in Alaska. My occasional co-host and full-time husband, Jay, and I are committed to keeping the Alaska Uncovered podcast ad-free. To do that, we need your help. If you're enjoying the podcast, we invite you to contribute to our tip jar, which is the first link in the show notes. We are so grateful for our listeners, and we wouldn't be here without you. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Do you want to know the very best restaurants in Alaska? That's what we're talking about today. We're back. Today, Jay and I are talking about our favorite restaurants and the favorite restaurants of our guests in the first year of the podcast. Hey, Jay, it's been a while, like four months since our last episode that was just the two of us. Can you believe also that we've been doing this for a year? Uh, No. <laughs> Short answer. It's kind of wild. Actually, it went quicker than I thought. It what are this is going to be episode 50 something yeah 54 i think pretty crazy to me it went easy and fast yeah yeah it's been really fun podcasting is a pretty good it's a pretty good uh fit for us yeah as a couple i agree it's been really fun to do together well true but you know you've been a big part of it and some of it's behind the scenes so i'm kind of i'm behind behind the scenes guy Uh also a face made for radio you know yeah uh, I just want to say, since we just did the cold open, I just want to give a shout out to our listeners in Fairbanks and congratulate them on surviving the last two weeks of the cold open of the year 2024. Yeah, it's been, if you don't follow the weather in Alaska from wherever you are in Fairbanks, well, in much of Alaska, it's been a very cold and snowy winter, but in particular, we're recording this mid-February and late January, early February. It was very cold in Fairbanks. It officially hit 50 below for the first time in seven years. Um, yeah, so I, I remember 56 below. That's the coldest I ever remember. Yeah, being. 62 below for me. But yeah, yeah Adam, Jay lived there longer than I did. My friend Adam said that it is zero today. And, you know, if 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 you're thinking like in your mind it's cold when water starts to freeze that's the difference between that temperature and 85 degrees yeah so <laughs> yeah that's a lot they're warmed up a lot uh and it's still zero yeah but anyway you you you've made it congratulations yes. fairbanks congratulations, listeners of which there fairbanks. are uh, like two or three yeah hi julie <laughs> we're big in fairbanks yes especially and, um, with julie yes that's correct okay so um Today, we thought we'd talk about restaurants and food to celebrate our one-year anniversary, because one of the things, if you've been listening for a while, you know that we ask pretty much all of our guests is for their favorite restaurant or favorite food in their town, and Jay and I also both very much like food. And so, uh, yeah, so that's why we're talking about this episode today and also because you'll be listening to this in february that will give you time to plan your trip around your preferred food options <laughs> which i highly recommend yeah which Any- is worth anywhere it. on earth definitely really. worth it yeah okay so jay what's your favorite food moment from the pod or like a place you learned about from one of our guests in the last year 
Well, I'm going to call out, well, first of all, I, I, I want to call out how much better food is in Alaska today than when I first moved there in the early 90s. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. There's just so much good, high-quality food prepared in interesting ways, inexpensive food. I mean, actually, food costs have gone down relative to, like, general costs of life uh, countrywide. When I first moved there, the food was outrageously expensive. And today, it's it's still outrageously expensive, but maybe more... <laughs> It may be more comparable to other places with expensive, uh, with, food. With expensive food like Seattle. Yes. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of interesting. And one of the, I, I'm, I'm kind of perplexed by why that is, except that I think, um, you know, like everyone's fresh produce has to come by air. If you're eating a, a salad right now, most places in the United States or Europe. Yes. It's not fresh produce that was that was you know grown in your neighborhood, so it came from somewhere. And I think that the global network for food has improved, but also I I don't know. It's just like people uh, tourism has brought a lot of more interest, and I think people are just more into food today. I agree. Yeah. But when I first moved there, the food was pretty rough, and what people were really excited about was any chain restaurant coming into town. McDonald's. I mean, when McDonald's opened on Airport Way in Fairbanks, it was a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that is, I mean, that's kind of also true of any, even in Seattle, the arrival of a new chain restaurant is a big deal because we have a lot of people from elsewhere and they're happy to welcome their fast food from home or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I just think that's really, and I don't know, I just wanted to call that out because uh, a lot of the places that were my favorites when I lived there as a college student and in my twenties and thirties, I've revisited and been like, Oh man, they're not. Re-. And now I remembered that like, it's not that they've changed. It's that the, the bar has risen. A yeah. Lot. Yeah. That's really true. So yeah. I'm going to say that, it, that before we started doing the podcast, I would have called out my favorite restaurants in Alaska as being, um, Oh man, I just spaced out the name of the, the one in Juneau that's near the Douglas bridge. The like, Island pub. No, the the it's on the Juno side, the airplane themed. Oh, the hangar. The hangar. Yeah. Jeez, the hangar. The hangar was one of my favorites when I lived in Juno. And I always loved in uh, Snow City in Anchorage for especially yeah. for breakfast. Yep. And in uh, I think in Fairbanks, I probably there were a couple of greasy spoon breakfast places that I I'm, I'm going to leave as holdouts from my own personal. Yeah. Well, one of them is no longer there. Oh, which which one? Sourdough Sam's closed. What? Yeah. That was my holdout. Okay, never mind. Sourdough so, Sam's was great. It's okay to tell people about it. It's closed. It was a tiny little restaurant. It was great. Anyway, but on the pod, uh, learn about, you know, a, a, a couple of restaurants that I don't know. I don't think they existed back then anyway. I know they didn't. But one of them was Jazz Bistro in Fairbanks, which Jenny and I were recording live in October. Well, it was October. In yeah. Fairbanks at the yep. Alaska Travel Industry Conference there. Really fun and interesting. And I learned a lot about food in Alaska at that because those folks were very into food. But the Jazz Bistro was a suggestion we got there. And Jenny, you'd been there before? No, I hadn't. But I was I was the one that was like, oh, we got to check this out. It was amazing. It was. Tiny little place, live jazz music. 
Cuban food made by a Cuban expatriate. Yep. Um, superb. Yeah. Absolutely Highly recommended. Superb. It's an evening. Yeah. It's going to take a while. You will not be doing anything else. That yep. is your evening. But nor will you want to do anything else. No. You'd be happy with it. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. So that was like actually kind of mind blowing to me. <laughs> yeah. Really that amazing. was one of the best salmon dishes that I've ever had anywhere. Yeah. And it was cool how he, it's Cuban food, but it has just that hint of Alaskan yep, choices and flavors of, in like, it. Yep, lots of like local food and stuff like that. Yeah, that was really cool. The other thing, and I have not yet been out to Unalaska Dutch Harbor, but I was actually just like really surprised. I thought that this might be when we hit a guest that didn't have a good answer for like it's your, and Catherine from Visit in Alaska just dumped on us a whole bunch of like places. And I was like, I want to awesome. go try these. And I, I did know, not anticipate that. Yeah. So those are in my future. Shout out sometime. to Catherine for the massive Unalaska inspiration, including I the food. I, I had never in my life in living in Alaska, being associated, working, whatever, never been like, oh man, I really got to go out there. And then she, she, I want to go there now. And that's, know, that's crazy me too. to me. I'm not sure I wanted to take the flight to get out there, but. No, it'd be way. worth it. I know. Way. I think it'd be worth it. And I know we're talking about food, but I will just say not only awesome places to eat, but also just so much interesting like hiking and history and yeah, you know, I yeah. I was really we gotta yeah, do that. that was, we that we've was, got that on our to do list for someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about you? What what I mean, you already knew absolutely everything, uh, as far as I could tell in, no. in Alaska. And no, no, that's not true. <laughs> so oh, I'm gonna oh, I'm also going to call it this. I did not learn about on the pod. I learned about this from a very well-versed spouse of mine, Jenny, <laughs> that my current favorite restaurant in the whole state of Alaska is East Ramp Pizza. Oh, yeah. At the Fairbanks yeah. Airport. It's in the general aviation side of, yes. of the airport. And that is amazing. And I would place. have lived there if yeah. that was there when I lived. Yeah, when, I was. when we lived there, it wasn't there yet. It was un- it was great. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yep. Anyway, so what about you? What places did you get any surprises from the podcast? Have you gone to some of the places you've heard about well, since we've been recording? Yes. Um, I mean, there's always surprises. It's restaurants. I mean, there's think about how many restaurants we haven't been to in Seattle. You know, many right. or how many we haven't been to in Fairbanks. We lived there or, you know, Skagway. We did go to every restaurant that was there. When we lived there. Absolutely. <laughs> no question about yes. it. Small town. Been everywhere. Um, but many times. But that's not true in bigger towns. So I think there's a couple things. Um, I had not been to some of the other Anchorage restaurants that are owned by the same person that owns Snow City, which Jay mentioned earlier as being an awesome breakfast restaurant. It's really wonderful. It's downtown, um, but there is usually a really long wait. And so in 2023, I went to South Restaurant a couple times for the first time. It's in the neighborhood of South Anchorage. So that makes sense. Um, I had breakfast there. I had dinner there. Um, it was awesome. And I also had breakfast at the Spinard Roadhouse, which I'd been to many other times, but not for breakfast. And it was great. So um, those would be a few things. Um, there were some other places I went to for the first time, but they weren't necessarily 
ones I learned about on the pod. I think the other thing is um, this year I got to go on the Juno Food Tour. There's a there is a podcast episode about that from last summer. So if you're a foodie, you got to listen to that one with Midgey. And so I went to some new places in Juno. Like I hadn't been to Tracy's Crab Shack before. Um, yeah. So I think those those would be a couple of my favorites that I learned about. Yeah. So, Jay, what do you feel like in general for people going to Alaska for the first time? You know, we talked about how there is some really great food. Um, anything in particular you think people should get or avoid? Regardless, we're not talking about specific restaurants here. We're talking about, you know, genres mm. of food. Well, first of all, I think most ethnic food in Alaska is surprisingly good. Yep. And there's a lot of uh, East Asian, Southeast Asian inspired food. Are yep. Very, very, very good. I don't know. Thai food, Korean food. Yep. Yep. Especially Korean and Thai. I would say my personal take and someone out there can correct me and I'd love to hear back. I don't think Mexican food is reliably good in Alaska. I agree. There's a there's some taco chains that are pretty decent, but kind of in an American taco fashion. But mm-hmm. like real good Mexican food, I don't I don't really think it's there. Again, you know, prove me wrong, kids. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, you know that like, I won't argue with you about that I agree with that. I have a two border rule about most food, which is that if it's crossed you know, if it's crossed more than two borders um, from its origin, I'm suspicious. Yeah. Which, by the way, is part of the reason why I would say that food from all over Asia is amazing. It's one in, border. It, right. It's one. It's a big ocean, but just one border <laughs> to yes, Alaska, absolutely. to um, British Columbia, which has amazing food from all over Asia and uh, most of the West Coast, but for sure Seattle. So I would say... I would agree with you that Alaska is kind of um, falls into that category as well. Mm-hmm. Also, I think as a, a thing to like avoid or maybe a, a surprise, like I think a lot of folks go to Alaska expecting it to be very seafood oriented, the whole state. Yeah. It's kind of, and that is sort of true. But it's worth pointing out that Fairbanks is a minimum of a six-hour drive from the nearest saltwater, and that's Anchorage, yep. which has no fishing industry. You yeah, know? and that that I think that's maybe I wouldn't hesitate to get seafood any place in Alaska because I think Alaskans don't tolerate bad seafood. Yeah. There used to be a sizzler steak in Fairbanks when I lived there. That was before my time, and. It was hysterical. No one would order anything. They went there for the steak, you know, and all the seafood, of course, was frozen and delivered on a truck, right? Yeah. But nobody would go for it. And in particular, people used to ridicule the snow crab. They'd be like, you know, I'm not going to bother with that. Now, the world of crab has changed a lot since then. But back then, there was a place in town that you could get, you know, king crab halves for about the price of their snow crab dinner. And people are like, yeah, no, not going to happen. But so I think it is kind of worth thinking about that, like, when you go to Alaska 
don't necessarily be like super focused on getting seafood or if you're not a seafood eater expecting that it's going to be yeah everywhere because everywhere that there are tourists in particular there will always be seafood restaurants and in southeast alaska tons of seafood yep you know in the kenai peninsula on the kp yeah yeah, absolutely yeah Yeah. there is but like in the interior not not necessarily so much and i wouldn't necessarily focus on that i mean you think i think you get better from this so i would say that that just thinking about alaska as a seafood place isn't the right approach maybe yeah and what about you um well, I agree with everything that you said. I think pizza is always a pretty good bet in Alaska. So I would Everywhere. add that Absolutely. to the list. Um, and you can get pizza a lot of places. So if you have a picky eater, hopefully they like pizza. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so that I think is a big. The other thing that I would say, I know you're going to laugh at me when I say this, that I agree with you about. Mexican food, there are much better places to have Mexican food than Alaska, even um, outside of Mexico. So, yes. Um, Another one is salads. So, salads in Alaska are usually pretty bad. So, I'll tell you, in my experience, four places you can get a good salad if you care about that. And if you don't care about that, after a week in Alaska, you might find yourself caring about salads a little more anyway um and I would love if there's a place with an amazing salad that's not on this very short list I'm about to give you then I would love to hear about it okay so Glacier Brew House and 49th State Brewing in Anchorage 49th State is also in Healy near Denali both of those restaurants have amazing salads um East Ramp Pizza in Fairbanks has amazing salads and Big Delta Brewing, not the like tap room, but the restaurant also has amazing salads. So other than that, it's a little, that's a little bit of a tough call. So send me your salad recommendations <laughs> if you have those. Right. Um, yeah. I th- So I think those are my kind of, and I, I agree with you about seafood. Like, of course, you'll find lots of amazing seafood in Alaska, but don't limit yourself just to that unless you are completely a seafood fanatic. Um, then you should just take advantage of that, especially if you're oh, from absolutely. Nebraska. Um, right, right. I think but it, I think I, I love what you said that sometimes people who don't like seafood, which is quite a few people actually, will be like, will I be able to eat without yeah. seafood? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you'll have lots of options. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think it's also worth just pointing out that that most places that seafood is going to have been frozen at sea and brought so the distance doesn't really make that much of a difference yeah it's just more about whether there's like that culture is really focused in that town on amazing seafood or not and if there's local seafood available which there is in in a lot of and like homer and right 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 and even anchorage that's and sometimes fairbanks but you're right it's not as easy to get there right you know yeah, and, and you know another thing I want to I'm interested if you agree with me on this but I want to say that I think folks shouldn't I, I know a lot of travelers are really focused on online reviews mm-hmm. and I want to tell I would say personally that people should take that with a grain of salt and the reason is partly that when I've looked at reviews I have restaurants I know are very very good I've seen a lot of bad reviews uh, yep. from and I think one of the things that happens 
I think visitors are surprised by the often the bad reviews are about the time it took. Yeah. For example, I saw someone who gave Jazz Bistro a like one star review because they had had a thing planned later in the evening and it was took so long to get their meal they couldn't make it to that. And I think so I I've often heard you warning folks that that things will take longer than you think they will. Yes. And if you but if you exclude those cuz that's not really that's fairly universal yep in this in the whole state uh in the whole industry to some degree um if you exclude that and sometimes unrealistic expectations yeah like folks who give a, a restaurant in you know Kotzebue one star because their salad was just iceberg lettuce like you know things like that that are maybe an, an expectation that isn't going to be realized yeah uh, there if you remove those I, I you find something often a little different and so yeah. i just think it's worth i mean i'm not saying you shouldn't pay attention to those but don't use that as your only guide ask locals you know trust uh, what other people tell you but don't necessarily just jump right on the like top rated things on TripAdvisor or on, i totally agree with that yeah, I just feel like some there are some places I've seen that are just wonderful restaurants that I see have gotten kind of put, treated poorly. In the, on the other hand, yeah. if there's like a very specific comment that talks about the hygiene or something that's like, you know, yeah. you can pay attention to that. I'm or not saying they, to completely dis, yes. you know, but, but yeah. Yeah, I, th- I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that's really important. And if you want an excellent food recommendation, if you're in a cruise ship port in Southeast Alaska, um, ask and you're taking a tour, ask your guide for what their favorite places to go are. Um, if you're taking an Uber or a Lyft in Fairbanks or Anchorage, if you're taking an Uber or Lyft, it will be in Fairbanks or Anchorage because <laughs> I was just gonna say, it's not going to happen anywhere else. I was just going to say they but, don't have You know, them that's all. a great place to ask your driver like, hey, you know, where's your, what's your favorite pizza in town or... Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a great Thai restaurant. Do you have a favorite? Um, that's a great way to go. Or the um, if you're staying in a vacation rental, like a Verbo or Airbnb, ask your, send your host a message. Ask them for their favorites. Um, a lot of people will offer that without you asking. But you can also ask folks at your hotel. And like if your hotel has a restaurant and you ask the people at the front desk, for their favorite restaurants, they'll give you a real answer. They're they're not going to say, right. oh, only our restaurant. You know, they might recommend their restaurant if it's a good one. Like, for example, Pike's Landing, which is next door to Pike's Waterfront Lodge, is an awesome restaurant. It is super popular with locals and visitors. So, um, and it's the only restaurant you can walk to from there. But yeah, you can you can trust local people and their recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and that's the thing I think... Don't yeah, don't blow off also if you ask at a place and they recommend the in-house hotel restaurant. That doesn't it's not necessarily just a corporate policy or something. Yeah. There are yeah, there are quite a few that. hotel restaurants in Alaska that are among the best in the yeah. state. Yep. And and Lavelle's some of Bistro and Fairbanks is and like another Pikes, one. Pikes, the restaurant predates the hotel. Yeah. By a long shot, actually. And so like the it's an it's an institution. I learned that when I was in New Orleans actually uh, working on an oil spill and I blew off a recommendation several people had given me in the hotel about the hotel restaurant. And then I found out later that it's like one of the best, best like New Orleans restaurants in the region. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh man, I totally blew that off because I was like, oh, they're just giving me the corporate policy, you know, on that. And so, yeah, that's a really good, that's a good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Okay. Should we do the uh, hot takes and favorites before okay. we go to the all specific right. towns? Okay. Let's, let's stir it up. Okay, so I, bit of a hot take, but I am going to tell you out there listening that I think that Fairbanks and Juneau are the two best food cities in Alaska. Now, I've never been to a place in Alaska that doesn't have some good food. And Anchorage, of course, is a bigger city and it has a lot of great restaurants. But I feel like Fairbanks and Juneau are the best because of the variety that they have of really good and interesting food in pretty small towns. Juneau is much smaller than Fairbanks, but um, both of them really kind of shine. So we'll talk more about those in detail. You know, we have lots of episodes of this podcast that have covered both Fairbanks and Juneau and Every single time that Jay and I have had a guest on this podcast, we have asked them for their favorite restaurants. So another way to get some good local recommendations is to find, you know, what if you haven't listened to if you haven't listened to all 50 episodes and counting. Um, Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can always go back and listen to all the Fairbanks ones and, you know, get everyone's suggestions for that. So... <laughs> Sorry, I'm giggling because our dog Stuart is in the next room and he is sleep yipping and it's adorable. I'm yeah, just sorry. I don't yeah, I can't hear it in, if you can hear it in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and by the way, one thing that Jay and I have laughed about a few times since we've been doing this. So like I mentioned, we have quite a few episodes about Fairbanks and we have more planned. Um I don't think we've had a guest who has been from Fairbanks or the Fairbanks area who hasn't mentioned Thai food as a favorite. And to me, this is natural. Again, I moved to Fairbanks when I was 17 and I think of Thai food there as being like a complete standard. And of course, why wouldn't you think Fairbanks, Alaska right next to the North pole in America would be a superb Thai restaurant, but it's legit true. And now I get it that it's weird. And I don't think even since, we moved away. I don't think we've ever been there without having Thai food. And no, we, why would you miss that? We also have very good Thai food in Seattle. So it's not like it's something we can't get elsewhere. But anyway. Um, okay. So, Jay, do you have any favor or anything else you want to say about that? Well, first of all, I would like to thank you for snubbing Anchorage. Uh, as the Fairbanks defender... <laughs> Also has so, great food. We're going to do an episode just about food. Actually, in Anchorage, Anchorage has actually. a lot of good restaurants. And, it's coming, and in a some few real some real classics. Gwenny's is a classic totally. Alaskan restaurant. Um, Humpy's. There's some really great places there. Yeah. But but I, I, you know, if you haven't caught on to this before, I'm I'm Fairbanks. Uh, I'm defensive of Fairbanks, and a lot of a lot of folks in Anchorage like to think the rest of the state is a backwater, and it's just not true. And it's not true, true, no matter what they think. (laughs) However, and I think per capita, though, I think it's legitimately true. I think Juno per capita has got to be right at the top. Like, there's superb seafood in Juno. There's some superb, there's a couple of, 
at least there used to be a couple of good bakeries in Juneau. Yep. And it's all walking distance in downtown, yeah. which is pretty cool because that's not the case in any other in the other places. Yeah. I, I would squeeze Sitka in there as like a very close one as that's well. That's a dark horse, yeah. But I, there are many excellent restaurants in Sitka. Um, but I still give Fairbanks and Juno the edge. And yeah, I, it's true about Anchorage. Anchorage does have lots of great restaurants. I think I would kind of expect that in a city of 300,000 yes, people. Yes, it's not unexpected. I would visit. not expect it in those other two towns. Yeah. If I didn't know. Yeah. And I think that, that's a really good way to, to put that actually is that, yeah. that um, yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I actually am going to throw out there as a dark horse. Mm-hmm. That I am surprised, and most folks won't get a chance to really. I kind of love Homer. Yeah, Homer has great restaurants too, and actually Seward too. Both, yeah, they both kind of have a surprising quantity. Of, now, just a you know, they're there's are tiny towns with a couple of good restaurants, but yeah, Seward really, has really good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Firebrand Barbecue. Yeah. In Seward. It's in Seward. Is, yep. is one of my biggest surprises mm-hmm. in the state. I was like, this is amazing. Also in Seward, um, Resurrection Coffee House. Yeah. Absolutely one of my favorite coffee shops in the world. Yeah. And that was, caught me by surprise. So those places have some, and everywhere has their. Delta Junction used to be a place without a whole lot going on, but Delta right. Brewing is. Yeah. Really Man. good brew pub, but again, that's that's the kind of the the place. Yeah, it's not in the yep. Buffalo Diner. Yeah, yeah. which the Buffalo Diner. If you're driving the Alaska Highway, <laughs> you want to have two meals in Delta, one on the way in and one on, on the, the way, way out. And there's Toke, you know, which where's what restaurant do you eat at in Toke, Jenny? Uh, well, you eat at Fast Eddie's, obviously. Everyone eats at Fast Eddie's. Luxury tour, Fast Eddie's. Mm-hmm. Driving a semi truck, Fast Eddie's. Yep. Driving a Subaru from Florida. Yep. Fast, Eddie's. Fast Eddie's. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if you've been on the road for five or six days eating your own food out of cans, Fast Eddie's yeah. is delicious. Yes. Totally agree. <laughs> it's legit a great, a great place. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we take a break and then talk about specific spots? No, let's do it. Oh, I, okay. I guess I kind of, I broke ahead a little bit. That's okay. It's okay. I, I don't follow the, I don't always follow the script very well. What? This is why I'm an occasional co-host. <laughs> okay. Let's go to break. Hi everyone. Jenny here. I just wanted to let you know about a couple of the other ways that I can help you with planning your trip to Alaska besides this podcast. One of them is my Alaska travel planners, which are digital documents where you can keep track of everything for your trip in one place, stay organized and share it with your travel companions. And I have different ones for different types of trips. So those digital planners, along with my pre-made itineraries, which are five of my absolute favorite all-time Alaska itineraries. All that is in my online shop. So if you want to grab that, that is at shop.ordinary-adventures.com. And if you're looking for a little more personal help, or perhaps you're a little further along in the process and you need some help deciding between a couple different tours or locations, or something like that, or maybe you're at the beginning and you just need the basics of your itinerary figured out, 
That is what my 30-minute Zoom planning sessions are all about. And that is your time to use however you want. It's super fun. Um, we can talk about whatever you need help with. And I'm really good at helping you in a short time get through the decisions you need to make. And then finally, if you want me to do it all for you, uh, I can do that too. And you'll find all the links for these in the show notes right below the tip jar. All right, back to the show. Okay. And we're back. I'm still I'm still messing up the plan. Okay. That's fine. That okay? You mess it up however you I want. I brought us back from intermission. Yeah. Welcome back from intermission. Yeah. Jenny, what's yes. next on our plan? Well, we were going to talk about the three biggest cities sort of in Alaska and some of the best food options there. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I already kind of started doing that a little. Yeah. That's okay. But I think we can carry on. This is a conversational episode. And in case anyone thinks that any any of these ideas are in any way sponsored or organized or used to like get some sort of favor for someone, if it's not clear by this point, that is not the case case. with any of our episodes, but definitely not this one. This is a, we are a free podcast and we are ad free and we are bias free because nobody's paying us. Well, we're not completely bias-free because... Well, I'm biased, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're biased by ourselves and also, our own experience. I'm also biased by our guests because I love yes, our guests. I know. Yeah. That's what's made this podcast so fun. Okay. So since I was kind of picking on Anchorage, yes. let's start with Anchorage. Okay. What's your? What are your top hit points uh, on Anchorage? I think we should just throw out there a couple of places that are the standards that you will hear. So Gwenny's. Yes, uh, Snow City, Snow which City. you mentioned before. Moose's Tooth. Moose's Tooth pizza. pizza, absolutely great pizza. Do expect in it to quite a forever. long, long wait. Yeah. Um, but it's great. Absolutely great, worth it. But it's, you know, it's going to be your evening. Yep. Um, any other, like, standards we should throw out there before? I think those are the ones, like, if you Google best places to eat in Anchorage, like, you'll probably find those ones. Um, I, I think- have to... Actually, once I have to tell you, when we were there just a year or so ago, I looked for best restaurant near me, and it said Olive Garden. I don't think I knew there was an Olive. I was Garden like, "Wait, there's an Olive Garden here." We'll have to go next time. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a. I hope there could be that someone named their restaurant. Also have salad. I'm, I'm guessing if I was an Italian restaurant there, I might just name it Olive Garden near me. Yes. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to investigate that before our next <laughs> trip. Anyway. Okay. I'm on task. I'm on task. Yeah. I'm no, here. It, it's cool. Um, if if you haven't listeners gathered this by this point, Jay also has ADHD. So, so he what? needs some tools to what? stay on track. And then I need tools to stay on track when I'm with him. Okay. So... Okay, so those are great spots. For me, in general, with Anchorage, it depends a lot on why you're there and where you're staying, um, what I would recommend. But um, I think, you know, Moose's Tooth is really, like, well-known, and the pizza is fantastic. You can also go to the Beartooth Grill with the um, movie theater. You could get the same Oh, the theater pub, there. right? Yeah. Yeah. Or you also can um, get Moose's Tooth to go and then not have to wait quite as forever. So those are some options. I think um, 
So if you're staying downtown, oh, first of all, other good pizza options. So Hearth is a great pizza place. Oh, yeah, I haven't, more, I haven't been there. Where is it downtown? It's like East Ramp. Yeah, it's wood fired. No, it's not downtown. It's near where REI used to be. That oh, won't right, help our listeners, no, so, but you can find you it. It's, it's like called off, Hearth. Yeah. yeah. You know, and one thing about Anchorage too is is to know that Anchorage is extremely distributed. Yes. And so. Like when people talk about the best places in town in Anchorage, they can be within about a 20 mile range, really, that people yep. are talking about as greater Anchorage. Yeah. So you kind of, if you're looking for a restaurant recommendation, you might need to tell folks if you mean, I'm staying downtown, is there a great restaurant there? Uh, because it could be that it's like a $50 taxi ride to get totally. there if you're, yeah. If you're, yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, I would say, uh, oh, another place for pizza downtown is Flat Top Pizza, which I just oh. went to for the first time oh, this I've summer. Never been there I think it's pretty new, and it was great. It was a great spot. I went there for lunch um, when I was there with my guests on a ship day, and it was great. So, um, other things downtown. I really love the Midnight Sun Cafe for like a quick breakfast sandwich and good coffee. It's kind of across the street from the mall. It's very small, um, but they have great food and. There's a couple of um, James Beard nominees in oh, Anchorage wow. that that were just announced like a week or two ago, and I haven't been to either of these. Alturo Bistro and Whiskey and Ramen, I believe they're both downtown, um, but I am looking forward to to checking those out. I think Anchorage also has excellent Thai food. Um, any food from anywhere in Asia is going to be really good in Anchorage. Pizza is going to be good in Anchorage. Um, seafood is going to be good in Anchorage. There, there are lots of great restaurants. So again, I think it depends on kind of what you're looking for and you can totally ask a local for what you're looking for and they'll help you find it. Just, I just have to, again, I'm, I'm on a tangent, but I just remember there is a pizza restaurant on the Seward Highway called coast pizza and if you look at their name it's like a it's like a road stop and it's it's actually it's it's near um is it the one in girdwood it's on the the turnoff it's on the gas station on the turnoff to girdwood yeah yeah Yeah. i can never remember what that place is called coast pizza sign is kind of funny looking and it's because it used to be a taco shop and they rearranged taco to make tacos to make coast (laughs) which is the most alaskan thing anyway they're like how how can we name this pizza (laughs) restaurant in such a way that we can reuse the tacos letters. Tacos. Yeah. And it's like, it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. Anyway, also, oh, I like their funny. pizza, but it's a like walk-in joint. With, yeah, if you're, you get on, that, if you're driving, and it's a scoop a good of ice cream with the ice cream shop next door. Yes. Yeah. Which is called the ice cream shop. The ice cream so shop, yes. So speaking of ice cream, um, Wild Scoops is another Ooh, place for Anchorage. Just, There's a couple locations, oh. but it's like very you know, good ice cream with wanna, local ingredients. And, I also want to say, for folks who maybe are coming from different regimes, Alaska, like other places on the outskirts of civilization, I don't want to say that, but like mm-hmm. places that have, especially places that have rugged weather, um, don't judge it by the look. If you look oh, at it, yeah. if you look at the place on Google Maps and street imagery, or you drive by and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about that. You know, don't don't blow it off. Um, there are like I was reminded of that when we just were up in Tokyoktuk in in northwest territories yes and you know that it's wind blasted every place looks like it's a complete and you go inside and it's like warm and friendly and you know yeah and that can be true in alaska too some places Definitely. are really beautiful really recently pl- done places 
are often quite lovely outside or have good. But if you look at it and you're like, I don't know, that place looks like it's a industrial park. Like it no, might be amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it might be awesome. Yeah. And, and part of this is just the weather's really difficult. It's, you know, outdoor stuff gets beat up a lot by wind and weather and freezing and whatever and stuff so so to, yeah just keep that under advisement yep. that things like that don't necessarily aren't a reliable indicator yeah uh, especially in alaska yep yeah totally agree with that i think let's leave anchorage for there for there for now because um we are going to do a whole episode about anchorage food in the summer so i want to throw in i'm not sure you've ever been there but i want to throw in just before we leave we'll leave anchorage um, my personal favorite, which is Club Paris. Yeah, I haven't you, been, there, been there, but okay. I know that yeah. it's beloved. It's a it is a local traditional favorite. They have pictures of it from the big earthquake. It's been there yep. forever. Yeah, and uh, they have a baseball cut sirloin steak, superb. Mm. Um, little hole in the wall it's place a steak downtown restaurant. It's a steak restaurant. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's kind of a bar with a steak problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know, Club Paris is like, and, and if you want to get a touch of what Anchorage was like during like the pipeline and pre-pipeline days, that's a place to go. It is long predates any kind of tourism, yeah, and it's a good place to get a like a authentic local flavor, yeah, and superb food. Yep, and you know, I'm glad that you brought up Club Paris because it's a steak restaurant, and that reminds me of a common question people have which is, will I be able to eat anything in Alaska on various types of special diets, right? Whether that's gluten-free or vegetarian or vegan, um, dairy-free, things like that. And wow, that is something that has really, really changed in the last 20 years, like tremendously. I would say um, if you're in Anchorage or Fairbanks or Juneau or on a cruise ship, you're not going to have a problem with any of those things that I just mentioned. However, in smaller places, it might be a little more challenging. So um, it would be worth doing some research, but you can definitely find very good uh, vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, um, and dairy-free food. The, the one thing I would say about gluten-free, my experience in Alaska in general is that Compared to a big urban area in the U.S. or probably even in Europe, there aren't as many places that have a gluten-free option for things that would otherwise have gluten. Right. right. So like gluten-free pastries or pizza crust (coughs) or sandwich bread. It's not that they don't exist, but it's much harder to find. Absolutely. So so I would think in terms of, if you're gluten-free, I would think in terms of things, stay away from things that typically don't have gluten anyway, Correct. and yeah. you'll have lots of options, but yeah. that's one thing that's different. Yeah. Okay. Fairbanks? Okay. <laughs> okay, Thai food. Yeah. I, can I recommend Thai food? Yes. There's some really great Thai restaurants. There's a lot of them. Yes. Do you have a favorite, Jay? Oh, man. I mean, Thai house. I'm partial to Thai house. Too. A, a lot of people again, love lemongrass noodle Lemongrass is really good, too. Lemongrass is also great. Thai house is another one of those places. If you, It's like in the building that the school district is in in downtown. No, it's a couple blocks away. It's not. It doesn't, doesn't look, look like much. No. Uh, very, very good. 
Um, lemongrass is also one of my favorites. When we lived on that side of town, I really yeah. liked that. But there's a, they're they're all good. I yeah. haven't been to a bad Thai restaurant no. there. And I mean, they're, they're not there, and they're and surprisingly, all they all have their own specialties too. So yeah, highly recommend yeah. Uh, any Thai restaurant there. Um, I think we both know that Fairbanks is kind of a go-to place for diner restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are no fast eddies or anything, but you know, no, no, not quite. <laughs> Nobody like can compete with fast eddies. No. no, I think there's a there's a lot of there's a tradition there again. Looking back to the time before our current stage with lots of lots of tourism and and easier food transportation stuff of diner food because it's could be easily transported and so but but folks there really like if there's a steak it's going to be good yeah and yep. there's going to be places like fries and fr- deep fried foods are really good anything in Fairbanks that is made with blueberries get it yeah. Yep. They're almost always local. Yes. Like uh, Hot Licks, which oh is my an ice gosh, cream shop. Yeah. Um, All local oh, blueberries. And this isn't Fairbanks, but we got to call out the blueberry soda made by 49th State Brewing, right? It's 49th yeah. State. Yeah. State. It's the brand is Frontier Soda, Frontier but it's made by 49th State. Oh my State. God. It's yeah. the best soda I've ever had in my life. It's yeah. so delicious. It is. And Alaskans do blueberries really, really well. So yes. if you see something, gonna, but especially in Fairbanks, because Fairbanks is essentially a wash in blueberries in the summertime. Yeah. So anything that's, that's in, that's doing blueberries. Yeah. Also, you know, since I, we left, which the last time I lived in Fairbanks was 2006, I think. Mm-hmm. And since then, like craft beer yeah. has become a thing. Yes. And all over the state, obviously. Yep. But a couple of really good brew houses in Anchorage, 49th state. Yep. Really, and really Glacier good. Brew House. Yeah. And, but Fairbanks has got quite a few too, and yep. I, and they are reliably good places for food. I do not like a lot of the Northwest style beers, like IPAs, and that's not as pronounced there as it is in the Pacific Northwest, which I like. Mm-hmm. That you tend to get a, a good variety of food, but it, it's good stuff. It's quite yeah. It's quite, and one thing about Fairbanks specifically is they're typically tap rooms, so they might have a food truck, but they right. don't. I can't think of a brewery in Fairbanks that has like a full kitchen, except for Silver Gulch, which has been open kind of inconsistently since the pandemic. So, um, yeah. Yeah, let me know if you can there think some, of yeah, one. Yeah, I was thinking of the like... Because there's Hoodoo Brewing and Lat 65 and Black Spruce, and those are all wonderful, but they all are tap rooms without food, I right. believe. Yeah, I was just thinking of the. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the place that was. I'm gonna like embarrass myself if I start just like naming directions like I would to Jenny if we weren't on. Like, <laughs> well, like, tell well, me over, if you think of it. It's over on the other side of Johansson, and but whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, also Horfrost Distilling, which isn't. There are several good distilleries in Fairbanks, also. Mm-hmm. Um, but Horfrost is um is awesome. They have lots of really cool cranberry concoctions and cranberry like blueberry is everywhere generally speaking in interior alaska and things oh, with cranberry will be delicious the one i was thinking was banks ale house oh yeah that's which still is there. like a yeah and that's like a full but i don't know yep. that they're actually brewing anything in, i'm not yeah, really sure but they have a full so. it's a full restaurant and they yeah. have a very kind of yep. cool theme and, and they whatever. have alaskan beer and stuff like that yeah the the one other thing well a couple other things i was going to mention about fairbanks like some of the favorite things depend a little bit on the time of year. 
Um, so like, for example, Fairbanks has several restaurants, especially um, Pike's Landing and the Pump House that are right next to the river. And if it's a sunny summer day, you can just hang out there and have some food or drinks. And that's a really great atmosphere. The Pump House also, the Pump House is an excellent restaurant. Um, but I especially love brunch there. Um, it's really, yes. fun, especially in the winter when it's like, you know, cold and maybe snowing and Maybe you stayed up until like 3 a.m. looking for the Aurora and you roll out of bed at 10 and you're like, I oh, want right, to have a right. big that's buffet. Why people, that's why breakfast. people stay up until 3 a.m. Well, right, there's sorry. a variety <laughs> of reasons, but anyway. <laughs> also, yeah, and that's a good, a good thing to bring up too is that Fairbanks, a place with a very short summer, has superb outdoor dining. Way yeah. better than Seattle, which where you could eat outdoors all year long if you wanted to. Yeah. And the rain free season here is longer than it is there too. Yeah, right? yeah. I, um, but be, I think because they celebrate summer in such a big way, everywhere, lots and lots. At, at any restaurant on the river that has a that has a riverfront deck, go there. Yeah, yeah, Do definitely. And then I was just going to mention to Jade and I both talked about Jazz Bistro earlier. Um, Lavelle's is another great um, kind of more fine dining restaurant that's downtown. That is another. Yeah. Um, that is another really great option. Uh, okay, so the last thing, I feel like maybe we need a food episode about Fairbanks later. I don't know. Maybe we'll in a while, in a few months, maybe we'll Far North Thai, re- thai food. Right. A review of <laughs> We can of do Fairbanks a one-hour review of Fairbanks yeah. Thai um, One thing I just wanted to mention, if you have ever watched the show uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, there are several Fairbanks restaurants that have been on that show. Really? Yeah. Um, one of them is Pagoda in North Pole, which... I'm going to just personally say, and I've talked this summer, I asked a couple of friends in Fairbanks, like it's a good restaurant, but it, to me, it is a pretty normal Chinese restaurant. Um, so, but you know, it's famous. So there's that. Um, another one is Big Daddy's Barbecue, which is in downtown Fairbanks. And it, I am... A born and raised Seattleite, so I'm not allowed to judge barbecue. I'm not allowed to have an opinion mm, about mm-hmm. it. I like it, but I'm basing this review more on my guests on my tour who have been from places like St. Louis and Texas and Tennessee who really loved it and thought it was fantastic. So, and you liked Big Daddy's, but oh, I, did, I mean, yeah. you're from That's a sort of a cow state. Yeah, well, you know, Wyoming, Montana <laughs> takes their beef seriously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But and, maybe, uh, not maybe a barbecue not quite so much but, barbecue, but yeah. Yeah, but I found it very, very good. And again, another place, the outside is not what it's about. Nope. It's a it's a concrete building that's painted orange. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Just go in there it's and have great. an amazing It's life. huge, too. Uh, so it's a place where if things are busy, they can, there's a, there's a lot of tables. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it's slow. But it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Big Daddy's and Firebrand Barbecue are, I'd say, the best barbecue in Alaska, which doesn't have a ton of barbecue, but those ones are really yeah. top notch. Absolutely. And I'm basing this on people from barbecue states, not just my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next, Jay? Uh, shall we go to, shall we head on south to Juneau? Juneau, the Alaska capital. Juno. Um, Juno is an amazing food city. We already have an episode about food in Juno with Midgey Moore from Juno Food Tours from last summer. So go back and find that one if you like food and you're going to Juno. 
not only is that an amazing tour, it's so fun. There's only, when I did the tour last summer, I think there were six of us, five of us on the tour. Um, There are sometimes more people than that, but not more than like eight or 10, right? So it's a pretty small group. Um, So I don't want to give away all of Midgey's secrets that we talked about in that episode, but I would say, um, again, we were talking about the James Beard nominees or award winners recently. Right. So in Boca El Lupo, which is an Italian restaurant in Juno, um, won an award this year. So that's pretty awesome. And so did Amalga Distilling, which is hmm, that's- a wonderful place in downtown Juno. They, it's a distillery. They also do quite a bit with um, local rhubarb. So like my friend who lives there, when I went there with her this past summer, she brought an entire um, bag full of rhubarb that she traded in for at least part of the summer's worth of drinks <laughs> at Amalga. So that's a fun place. Um, the fish, all the seafood of all kinds is amazing yeah, in Juneau. Um, definitely don't miss Dave's Deccan Tacos, which is a that's- food truck. Um the hanger Jay talked about earlier. The hanger is awesome. I'm gonna ask, uh, what's your opinion on the Red Dog? It's it's very tourist oriented. It's near the cruise ship terminal. Yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten there. I've been yeah. there, but I don't think I've eaten food there. So I'm yeah. not sure I can okay. really speak to. I was that just one. wondering about it. you know. Yeah, I'll, it's weird in, in Alaska too. Sometimes the like touristy place everyone goes is legit the best place in town yeah like tracy's Uh, crab shack is that in juno so do not not go to tracy's because there's lots of tourists there like right don't miss it it's fantastic and if you don't want to spend the money for crab which is very expensive what i would suggest is getting the crab bisque um that comes with um or the crab cakes which are much more affordable and are both amazing um yeah, that's a good example of something, you know, we've had people on this podcast who have worked professionally in the fishing industry and they're like, yeah, nobody does crab good. better than Tracy's. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. definitely. I wanna, actually, on that topic, just because we're just talking about touristy places and what, uh, and, and I haven't given you any chance to think about this. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now and ask you, uh, what's your opinion on the salmon bakes? Every town in Alaska, to my knowledge, has a salmon bake. Juneau has one. Skagway has one. Fairbanks has one. I don't know if there's one in Anchorage. Haynes has one sometimes. Yeah. What's your I take on it? I don't think there is one in Juneau anymore, actually. I think really? it's closed, but I'm not totally sure It used to be out, sure the, like, out towards the ferry. I don't know if... Yeah, that's a anyway. good... Man, I am not trying to dodge the question, but this has been my experience with them, is that they are can be amazing and sometimes are not quite prepared for the volume that's involved. So both my personal experience and that of my guests on tour over a couple decades is that it might be awesome and sometimes it's not. So, so never... I, I know that isn't a very straight answer, but mm-hmm. that is. I just I just Googled because I was my computer's open here and the Gold Creek Salmon Bake is indeed still operating. Oh, it is. Cruise. Okay. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with this, uh, it's a it's a common tour told on, sold on ships and on group tours and and independently to people. And generally, you'll like they'll send buses to big hotels, and you'll there'll be like two seatings and or one or whatever, and you will go through a line with like paper plates, and you'll get some salmon and some side dishes. 
usually a, yep. a grilled salmon, uh, like sort of a, a classic salmon with garlic and lemon or something like that kind of a, or a, sometimes it's got more of a native Alaskan flavor to it with the, like alders yep. or something. And yep. sometimes it's less so. And often there'll be like sourdough bread or cornbread or something like that. And then there'll be like picnic tables. Yep. And often these will serve several hundred people at a time. I feel like they're often a bit of a disappointment mm-hmm. and some of them are really good. I mean, the Skagway salmon bake had entertainment and people loved it. Yeah. I, I never, I never remember people being upset about it. Yeah. Some of the other ones I've, I've definitely seen folks who were pretty disappointed in it. Yeah. Same. So I think it's worth thinking about, but I would, I would think about one thing is awesome is that they do provide almost always there's transportation somehow included in the, in the thing. Yes. And they often have some form of entertainment. But uh, I wouldn't necessarily jump to that right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, often there's a more smaller or more intimate local option that might be better. Yeah. One exception to that, now that I'm thinking about it, is the Cabin Night Dinner Theater in Denali, um, which is a sam- it's not just salmon, but it is a salmon bake dinner with a show. And I have, you know, people really love that. And the food is very consistently good. Um, It's at Denali Park Village, which is about six or seven miles south of the entrance. And if you're staying there, it's a complete no brainer. Um, And I'm just realizing that when we had an episode where we talked about it with Robin, um, which was just about in January, we didn't really talk about Cabin Night. So yeah, it's great, and yeah. it's consistently really good. I mean, it was a legitimate question. I, I feel like they're kind of hit and miss, and like it's definitely a thing you, you if you're going to be in Alaska for a while, you should do one, you know? Oh, definitely, it's yeah. An ex, you know, it's, it's a kind of experience. And if you're going to Denali, Cabin Night is a really good That's choice. That's a good one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I would also say if you're going to pick one, and the Ly- it's Liarsville in Skagway, right? Yeah, the, I don't like, know if they still have salmon, but... Yeah. A salmon bake, but I bet they do. I but yeah, that do. one was always great. Yeah. Um, oh, I just looked. Yeah, it, it says it's the Liarsville Gold Rush and salmon bake. Okay. So, I, See, I some of these things, I'm like, I'm not sure that's still the <laughs> same that I remember same. it, but it is. Yay. Yeah. Anyway, we can leave Juno as written because there's just so much there uh, and you have it pretty well covered. But again, yeah, surprisingly a city with a lot of good food. Yes. I also want to throw, I'm going to throw out here just because we're talking about Juno on the coast too. Don't be afraid. Don't ever feel like you're getting like, if you eat on the ship that you're like, like you're doing something wrong. Like, Oh yeah. The ship, you know, when I'll just tell you, I've lived in many communities in Alaska where getting on the ship to eat was the best possible thing you could do. Yes. And that's partly because we're very tired of what we had locally but yeah. like the ships have fresher food than most of the towns do and they always have superb chefs absolutely superb chefs yeah. every ship i've ever been on has superb yeah uh, chefs and food and so don't be afraid like if you're like oh you know it's gonna be too tight nah, don't feel bad about eating on your ship like i've, yeah, for I've sure. never sh- i don't know if there's uh i've not i have not been on all the cruise lines or companies or anything but like yeah you know it, we're talking a lot about the local food and i think you should take every advantage but if you don't yeah. if that doesn't work out for you like you're not you know 
totally agree with that. You're not. Yep. You're not going to be like, man. We haven't even talked about cruise ship foodness. Oh yeah, but no, we're no. not going to because no, that would be today. its own episode. I'm just saying that, like, that legitimately, in, in you know, it's not a bad yeah. option. So, and yep. I think sometimes folks totally feel really agree. like, oh no, I didn't have enough time to get you know my tour. Yep was too tight. I didn't get a chance to eat in town and I'm like missing out on all the great places that Jenny and Jay told me to go. And like, yeah, I mean, the, the ship food is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so don't, don't feel like you missed, you know, like you should. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we haven't even talked about all the other cruise ports, but we do have episodes about most of those in which we talked about food as part of the episode. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think all We've, of them except Sitco, which has great food. But anyway. We've we'll have the, an episode about Sitka. We've hit the big three, the top three yeah. cities in Alaska. So now is your chance for off the beaten track options. Do you want to? Do you want to throw out any? Not in a big towns. Uh, yeah, that you I think I mention? should just kind of throw out a few. Does that sound okay? Because yeah, again, just, just give them to me. I this hear is it. like we haven't even talked about all the great food in Alaska. I mean, oh, like I'm close. already yeah, starting, close. we're yeah. getting rid- close to the end and I'm already like, I was Oh, there's the these other like, things that we could have I think talked about, but we're good. Um, according to the number, we're an hour, almost exactly an hour in okay. at this point. Yeah. And we're, so it's fine. And we're to, still just touching. Yeah. The, yeah. This is why we ask people about it in every single episode. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to say number one. So you're asking me about, like places that aren't in a big town yeah, outside of those yeah, places sort that of, are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Off the beaten yeah. path. Okay. Uh, surprises. Places that like are remarkable for where they're at or yes. anything yep. like that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, top, top hit has got that falls into that category has got to be the orange Thai food. Sorry to bring up Thai food again, but I'm not kidding. Wait, here. There's good Thai food the, in Alaska. Uh, yeah. The orange Thai food truck at the, the grizzly bear across the street from Denali Park Village near Denali National Park. Now, <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> actually, you can you can see. I mean, you just walk across the river and you're in the park right there. There's several trails. Um, I eat at this Thai food truck at least once every time I'm in Denali, which is, as you know, a, a few times every summer. Um, because I stay at the village, usually, usually the groups that I'm travel that I'm leading are staying there. Um, so at the Thai food truck, you can get not only is the food amazing, the portions are huge. Almost everything is between twenty and twenty three dollars. Two people can easily share it, or like I'll eat half of it and have the other half for lunch the next day. And this is a place where hot dogs cost fifteen dollars, so it's really a bargain the food is amazing yeah that's all i want to say about that so you got to do that one i think a few other places you know i mentioned we haven't had an episode about sitka yet which we will we just haven't yet um sitka is another place with a james beard award winner nominee which is um the restaurant called i'm not sure if they pronounce it b-a-k or beak it's b-e-a-k it's a really good restaurant. It's small, um, but the food is just incredible. I I don't. I've eaten there a couple of times, and everything that I had, along with everyone that I traveled with, like loved it. So, um, yeah. So that is a great. But also, there's another fish and uh, like fish food truck in Sitka called Ashmo's. 
And that was a place. Do you remember their smoked salmon mac and cheese? I do. Yeah. yeah. And they also had fish tacos. Anyway, um, I'm thinking about places, a few places I was going to mention. We've already talked about like Big Delta Brewing and Firebrand and Homer. Um, okay. I'm going to mention three others and then hold me to that. No more okay. than three. Okay. okay. So one is the Denali Brewing Brew Pub in Talkeetna. Um, it's kind of a fun... It's a really fun place. It's family friendly. They have they have vegetarian food. They have vegan food. They have a variety of different things. It's it's good bar food. Talkeetna is a super funky town that if you have a chance to add it to your itinerary, I'd highly recommend. Um, and this is a place where you're you're very likely to see people who just finished their cr- their climb or their failed climb on Denali. Um, <laughs> lots of local fishing guides and climbing guides and tourists and all kinds of people are there. It's real. It's great. So recommend that. It's very kid friendly too. It has a and not only do I mean that it's a brew pub that kids can go to, but also they have a lot of kid friendly food. You know, right, so even right, a picky right, right. kid is going to find something they like there. Um, the other two, uh, another one, at Cooper Landing Brewing. Um, oh, yeah, I was waiting that for that That we've been one. to a yeah. few times. Yep. It's a brewery, um, but they have lots of outdoor seating. It's not really, it's in Cooper Landing, which isn't really a town. It's more like an area. It's an intersection. On the, yeah, it's on the Cunet Peninsula with a lot of lodges and that sort of thing. Um, but they also have food. They used to have a food truck and then they moved it inside. Um, but you can get food there too. And then finally, this is a really deep cut that is most people are not going to be able to get to. But that's what we're talking about with other places, right? Okay. This one, this is obscure. This is the 33-mile roadhouse on the Haynes Highway. How far out Haines. is it, Jenny? Well, it's 33 miles from Haynes, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if you're traveling the Alaska Highway, uh, it's a significant detour. But if you're going down to Haynes or Skagway, you know, it's it's awesome. Um, I went there for the first time when I was 18, driving a three-on-the-tree um, ancient pickup truck for the first time, my friend, um, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend that mountain highway for your first time driving a new vehicle. But anyway, um, it's kind of a classic Alaskan roadhouse. You know, everything is made from scratch by hand, you know, burgers, that kind of stuff. Um, it's a little piece of America of Americana. Alaskana. No. Alaskana. Is that the word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it works for but me. But yeah, I was recently reminded of the 33 mile roadhouse um, by somebody in Haynes. And I was like, yes, that place is awesome. That's cool. I know somebody, there used to, and there still is occasionally a bicycle race from Haynes Junction to Haynes, Alaska. Yes. Yep. And I know somebody who basically just bailed out and just went and drank at the <laughs> yeah it'd be really tempting yeah it's like you know what this isn't choice. fun anymore i'm gonna go yeah. have a basket of fries <laughs> yeah do you want to add anything to that jay sure. from your like uh, what about the well what? never mind i add your in your offbeat track <laughs> okay places. i'm gonna throw a couple out there where do you talk One, about fast eddies we talked about fast eddies and actually fast eddies is a i think is a good example of what i would call situational food 
which is that yeah. food that is memorable and amazing, but partly just because of what and where you're at. Like, I think Fast Eddie's is, again, usually when you're eating at Fast Eddie's, you've been driving for a very long time. And it's amazing to sit down and have a drink brought to you with like a Coke on ice and someone to make food for you and bring it to you. And it's yes. hot and it's like amazing. And I don't know if I just went and ate there right now if it would be as good as I think it is. <laughs> but, yeah. but like, you know, it's like a, and there's several places in Alaska that I would call situational food. Chair five in Alaska. In oh Girdwood, yeah. Yeah. In Girdwood. Great restaurant. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Girdwood. We haven't talked about Girdwood. Ah, Again, a whole okay. other, we're going yeah. to do a Girdwood episode yes. probably. Yep. There's great food in Girdwood. Girdwood's it's a little, tiny, it's kind of a ski, t- it's a little ski village basically. Yeah. And uh, Alaska resort, but there's a lot of restaurants there. But Chair 5, it's like the one of the more unassuming, maybe, again, from the outside. Yep. Great place. Been there forever. Yeah. Uh, really good food. And But, like, you know, I'm always eating there after I've been doing something kind of epic yeah. on the Kenai Peninsula. So I would put that in that category as well. Rayburn Lodge, uh, which is cheating because it's in Yukon. I was going to say. It's, it's in, in Yukon, Yukon. But it's uh, Yukon and Alaska are, you know, kissing cousins. Yes. Uh, similar kind of thing, you know, long drive in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden there's this place that has amazing giant cinnamon rolls and coffee and you're like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the thing. So I think sometimes you'll might hear, uh, recommendations for things. And when you get there, you might be kind of like, well, but it's, it's situational. It's like, um, yeah, it's the, like after the epic day of skiing or after you've been, you know, on the road or whatever. Yeah. Like that's so, um, Let's see. Is there anything else I want to throw out there? Man, nothing else pops straight okay. into mind. I think, um, yeah, I think I think we could wrap it with that, considering we're over an hour anyway. Yes, I think I think we should leave it there. Even though I could keep talking about restaurants I know, for I just, a while, things just started bubbling back all the up way till dinner like, potentially. I am hungry, and it is. <laughs> I, I would just say it's two fifty one in the right. afternoon. Yes. So, and I'm already thinking I'm I am legit hungry. So. This podcast was recorded at two fifty one p.m. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. So, um, okay. Well, well, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. And and thank you uh, for sharing this last year of the Alaska Uncovered podcast with me. Thank you for sharing it with me, Jay. And, and thanks, Max. And thank you, Max, for being our awesome our producer. producer. Yes. Um, and also just want to thank all of our amazing guests and amazing listeners because without you this would not be anything yeah really and if you want to support us further financially in any way you can go to shop.ordinary-adventures.com where we sell some products you can go to ordinary-adventures.com and take a look at the vast quantity of incredibly informational uh, material that my wife jenny has prepared there so (laughs) highly recommend it and also I have listened to her give private one-on-one guidance to many, many, many people going to visit Alaska. And I can tell you that it is a superb value. So if you are thinking about going to Alaska and you're a little overwhelmed, do not hesitate to book a one-on-one travel coaching session with her. I'd love to meet you. It'd be really fun. Well, you have met you. I would love to meet you. <laughs> she dares, you, stares deep listen. into my it's eyes. It's so fun because now at this point, most people who hire me have listened to the podcast. And so it really is fun to meet you to that get to, way. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, Jay, uh, 
here's to year two. Yeah. Thanks for a great and first year, everyone. Counting. I think we've still got more to talk about. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.